0: Choir, Church of the Warm Heart, good morning, and happy Easter. Easter. So good to have you. My name is Michael Beneshek. I'm one of your warm heart pastors here at Meridian United Methodist Church. If this is your first time here, welcome. We are blessed to have you with us, and we pray that you find a blessing in today's service. If you're joining us online, hello, and, and happy Resurrection Sunday to you as well, wherever you are joining us. I know we got people joining us, East Coast, West Coast today. So wherever you may be, whatever time zone, thank you for joining us this morning. One of my, one of my favorite Easter stories that, that we had as a family, uh, this is about 10 years ago now, our kids were a little smaller. And um, so it was Saturday night, the night before Easter, and then my car's out in the driveway and it's 1130 at night, we're, we're laying in bed and, and I thought, oh yeah, I forgot my computer in my, in my car. And I keep my car unlocked because that's, I don't lock it. But I keep my car, so I don't want, uh, I, better, uh, I better get it. So I go, I, I sneak out and I, I'm in my fruit of the looms. That's all I am in and, and, and uh, I, no one's there. That's fine. So I sneak out to the car outside and I turn around and in the window are my boys. They heard something in the lawn and they're thinking Easter bunny. They got the window down, and they're kind of smiling and laughing and so so just for fun, you know, be Dad and you know, just I just hop around for you know about a minute or so, uh, just kind of goofing around and they're laughing and 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 then my oldest points behind uh, where I'm at, and I turn around, and there's a lady walking her dog <laughs> and she's a church member at my church. Hi, hi, how you doing, Megan? See you tomorrow, Pastor Mike. Yeah, I see you tomorrow. For, for the next six years, as well as at that church, front row, every Easter morning, I'd get this. <laughs> I remember him. God could take your brokenness, he could take your embarrassments, and he could turn them to good. That's, that's one, of our, one of our beliefs. Uh, sign in, let us know you're here. We appreciate you doing that. Every row, every pew has an attendance pad. Fill it out, send it on down the row. If you're joining us online, you could also send us an email at attendance at meridianumc.com. Pastor Jen has a, a couple of announcements for us today.
1: There are a lot of announcements on here for you to peruse, but there's one in particular that I would like to highlight that's coming up, and it's our trivia night and bake sale. It's coming up this Saturday, April 15th, and there is a little bit of a correction there that is supposed to be 6 o'clock p.m., 6 o'clock this Saturday. So help support our Warm Heart Youth Mission Trip by showing off your brain. And I'm just curious, will you be able to defeat our four-year reigning champion, Jacob Walker? Sounds pretty impressive, doesn't it? Well, here's a little side note. The last trivia night was about four years ago. So, is it really that impressive? Why don't you come on Saturday and see see what you can show and uh, see if you can uh, beat that? <laughs> so, tickets are going to be ten dollars. Please RSVP with the church office, um, and we hope to see you there this Saturday. Also, who are the bowlers in the house? Any bowlers? We have an afternoon of bowling coming up from on April 29th from 1 to 3 in the afternoon at Meridian Lanes. I hope that you'll be able to join us. It's an activity for all for all, all ages and all skill levels, and we do have limited space. So if you're planning on attending, please let the church office know so that we can get you signed up for that. I think that's all. That's it. Yeah.
0: We do have a nursery available if that is a need for the for the little littles. Uh, that'll be downstairs, of course. Uh, there is no Sunday school today. We like families together uh, to celebrate Easter as 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 one one big family unit in in the pews. Uh, let me let me try that old that old Easter uh, greeting. He has risen. Let us rise together and greet those around us in Christian love, and then remain standing for the opening songs.
2: Good morning, Church. Please join us in our opening song, Christ the Lord is Risen Today. Christ the Lord is Risen to.
0: Unless you're a kid, if you're a kid, fifth grade and down, come on down. This is your time in worship. Good to see you. I see some Easter dresses out there. I see some guys dressed up. Good to see you. Welcome. Hi. Come on down. Dancing on down. Good to have you. Got that Easter joy. Good morning. Well, I have in my memory box, my very first bottle. Can you believe that? They kept it after all these years. you even know who that character is? Does that ring a bell? Nope, different generation. Ah, this is Fred Flintstone. Yeah, old cartoon back in the day. Well, the night I, this, is, this was my first bottle, but I almost didn't get to use it. The, the, the night I was born, I was born a month too early and that's probably a bad thing. For me, it was. And a doctor that night saved my life. That's pretty cool. Uh, And I'm happy that he did (laughs) or I wouldn't be here today. But he had the skills and he had the knowledge to make that happen. When I was about three years old, I was playing hide and go seek with some friends, three or four, somewhere in there. And I hid in the freezer and, and my parents didn't find they, they, they after about a half hour they started looking around and I wasn't there and they, they searched the house and they found me and I really wasn't breathing and I was all blue but my mom took a CPR class and she knew how to, how to do the ho, do, 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 and she saved me she had the knowledge and the skills to make that happen and mom if you're watching this service thank you thank you for making that happen there's a lot of times that we get saved from different things. My wife and I, we were driving during a blizzard once. We shouldn't have. School was out, work was off, but my mom and dad called and said, hey, we're having game night at the house, come on over. So we hopped in the car and it got worse and worse and worse, and, and my old car went into a ditch out in the middle of the country. Nope. Ooh. <laughs> I, you didn't see it, but the guy upstairs. Went, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, uh, we were in the ditch, and about a mile away was a gas station, and the old payphones. I had. To, I, I, I went through the blizzard to the payphone and called my uncle, who had a gigantic truck. He worked for a service station. He had the skills and the knowledge to save us. We get saved all the time by people who have knowledge and skill to make that happen. My wife, she, 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 she saves me from being lonely. My kids, they save me from having money in my wallet. They do that job really well. But we get saved. Well, today's a special day. You're all here. We're all dressed up. It's Easter morning because we celebrate a savior, someone who still saves us today. Maybe not from, from freezers or from ditches, but he saves us from our greatest fears. And he saves us from being alone. And he says that he has a home for us. Even his name, Jesus, means he saves. So today you'll hear words about an empty tomb. You'll hear about how he's risen from the dead. He has the knowledge and the skill to make sure that we are saved as well. That we don't have anything to fear. That even at the end of life, we still have a home to go to. And that's pretty cool. Can you pray with me today? Heavenly Father, we ask your blessings upon these little ones that as they grow in godliness and in your favor, bless them and help them to know of the knowledge of your saving grace that we always have someone walking beside us and we always have a place to belong. In your Easter, in our Easter son's resurrection power, we pray, amen. Thanks for coming down today.
1: people we are a people of prayer so I ask you what are the prayers that we have in our church family today if you would like to share those aloud this is a time of service to center our hearts our minds and our spirits if you have something on your heart that you would like to share please share it aloud I will then lead us into our pastoral prayer and the Lord's Prayer. And the words will be on the screen. Let's pray Gracious and loving God when everything was dark and it seemed the sun would never shine again your love broke through your love was too strong too wide too deep for death to hold The sparks cast by your love dance and spread and burst forth with resurrection light. Gracious God, we praise you for the light of new life. We praise you for this is made possible through Jesus. And we praise you for the light of new life that shone on the first witnesses of resurrection. We praise you for the light of new life that continues to shine in our hearts today. We pray that Easter light, the light of, hope, of life, hope, and joy will live in us each day and that we will be bearers of that light into the lives, uh, lives of others. And today we come together to pray the words that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. and the the glory forever. Amen.
0: As willing and able, let us stand and sing our next congregational hymn together, King of Kings.
2: thrown throne. Of- Rose from their tombs, and the angels stood in awe. For the souls of all who'd come to the Father are restored, and the Church of Christ was born then the Spirit lit the flame. Now this gospel truth of old shall not yield, shall not faint by His blood. Christ who has, who has resurrected, resurrected.
1: We have three passages for our scripture lesson this morning, and the first comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 30. Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. And now from the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verses 38 through 42. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with, with the spices and strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid, because it was Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. And now from Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 8. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. May God add blessing to the reading of the word.
0: It's finished. Finale. Finé. I'm done with it, I'm had it. No more. Have you ever heard your parents say that to you or something like that? My my grandma used to say the worm has turned. I don't know what that means except the beatings were about to begin. <laughs> I just knew that she had she had it was finished. These words can mean over with. It's over, it's done. And you have this, this, this frowny face, these, this, this deep blue sadness. During our lifetime, we have those moments where we're just done with something. You're done with a job, you're done with, you ever walk out on your family and just like, all right, I've had enough for today, I'll be back later. <laughs> have you ever traveled cross country? Like coast to coast kind of travel. You, you start smelling like McDonald's after four days in the car and you finally reach your destination like it's finished no more thank god that's over might be a divorce after a rocky marriage it's finished thank god that's over got a friend at boot camp after 6 weeks of basic it's finished thank god it's over it can happen with a job we, You know, you receive your pink slip from wherever, we're, we know our, we'll be walking out with a box and, and the job is finished and, and, and maybe, just maybe, you even think, thank God that's over. A friend of mine had that experience. He was brought into the boss on, on a Friday and the boss said, Steve, I I don't, I have no idea how we're going to run this, co- I don't know if we could ever run this company without you, but on Monday we're going to try. Like, geez, ouch, Right? Uh, I wrote this sermon during the NCAA basketball game. I don't know if it'll be good or not, but uh, I, was, I was writing it during the, uh, uh, during the championship game. And, you know, you root for your team that you hope to make, that you hope to win. And there's a time when you finally understand that your team ain't coming back, right? You could be tied for, all right, we're tied. Then you're down a little bit, and like, all right, we can come back. And then you're way down. There's just a tiny glimmer of hope. And there's a moment, there's a line where you think, we're not coming back from this. Finite. It is finished. We're going to lose. The buzzer goes off. That's the, that's the ball game. When my grandfather passed away uh, about 10 years back, uh, that's how we got the call. He had been on hospice for months and we had traveled several times out to see him when we get the phone call, you know, call the family and time to come and come see grandma before he, before he goes and. We lived about 100 miles away, so we'd hop in the car. We'd visit him, and, and, and praise God, he's, he stuck around. And then we'd go home, and a week later, we'd get the phone call, we'd come in to see Grandpa. And we'd come back in, and God bless, he'd stick around. He, we, we, after about four or five of these, we said he had a case of the lingers. And, and then one morning, my mom just called, and all she said was, it is finished, and she didn't have to explain. We are finishing up a sermon series based on the last words of Christ on the cross. I know it's Easter, but I'm gonna hit the cross for one moment before I get to Easter joy. Because his last words, I think, tell us so much. It is finished. Over and done with. Now there's like three groups in the Bible at this, at this juncture who could have said those words about Jesus, you are finished. Check on the Romans for a second. The Romans finished Jesus off and they killed one more revolutionary. The Roman Empire, the most powerful political force on earth for, for 400 years. They built arches and aqueducts, armies and armadas. And they ruled with an iron fist, stopping out opposition. Everywhere they ruled, there were revolutionaries. There were groups trying to overthrow there were political fires to be put out. Just a couple of years after Jesus was born in Galilee, the Romans killed 2,000 revolutionaries. And just after Jesus, uh, the, 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 Easter, the Easter morning, uh, they, they killed another 2,000 in Galilee. A couple of decades later, they, they, they sacked Jerusalem. Tens of thousands were killed. So for them, Jesus was just one more inconsequential revolutionary, finished, done with, thank Jupiter, that's over with. The Jewish leaders, they also thought Jesus was was finished. They assumed that Jesus was dead and so was his movement. They had agitated the crowd into a riot, had falsely accused him and they had gotten the Roman ruler Pontius Pilate to condemn him to execution. You see, Jesus had attacked the temple, their sacrifices and their place of privileged authority. After the cross, it's finished. Their job was done. Jesus and their movement, dead, finished. Thank Yahweh that's over. And the disciples also thought Jesus was finished over and done with their leader had been killed on a cross and now they were to grieve and they would go back to the occupations that they once had fishermen tax collectors and the like joseph of arimathea bought a grave he bought a new new grave not a used grave a new one the more expensive nicodemus bought the spices did you did you count how many pounds of spices he had 75 pounds How much spice do you need? According to the custom, about three or four pounds uh, to make make the the, the process work. 75, this $100,000 in today's money is what Nicodemus brought for spice. Burial for a king. You know, if you're gonna buy the fanciest place in the cemetery, the most expensive coffin and all the trimmings, they better stay dead. Why did we spend all this if you were just gonna pop up again in three days? The disciples thought this was game over. The jig is up, the story complete, it's finished. Time to go home. So as I read these words, it is finished. That's what the Roman leaders thought. That's what the Jewish leaders thought. That's what the disciples thought. And that's how we used to read the words back in the day. It is finished, and he lowered his head and gave up his spirit. Or as my grandfather would have called it kaputt in German. But what I want to tell you today is this. It is finished can have another meaning. Another way of looking at the same words with a different flavor, with a different feel. It might not mean over. But maybe, just maybe, it might mean accomplished. It is accomplished, fulfilled, completed. The job is done. The work complete. Where there's a victory celebration, high fiving people all around. Quite the opposite feeling of it's just over. Some examples: a runner after running a race crosses the finish line, tired but proud. It's finished. I did it. A mother who just gave birth holding her baby. It's finished. I did it. Same phrase. It's finished, but the mood is positive. A student graduates from high school or college. They get that diploma. It's finished. I did it. 40 years later, they pay off their student loans. It's finished. I did it. Or you plan the big wedding and the mom or dad, or whoever planned this thing and paid for it, after the big party, they just collapse on the couch and they look at each other. We did it. It's finished. Hallelujah. We pulled it off. Or when you finish your taxes and you finally got those numbers filled in and you added your signature and you mail it off to, to the KGB, I'm sorry, the IRS, and you mail it off to them and you got your taxes done. It's finished. How many of you can say it's finished on your taxes? Uh, Clock's ticking for some of you. All right. But it's with that mood of victory and exclamation that we hear these words of Jesus, it is finished. His final words in the gospel of John were not, they weren't, oh shucks, it's over. Look what they did to me. Close the book on that. Not at all, the mood is actually opposite. When Jesus said, it's finished, the Greek, when you translate it out uh, further along, it means it is accomplished. The job that I was given to do is done. Jesus personified love throughout his whole life. He personified love in his teachings. He personified love in his healings. He personified love in his miracles. And now here at the end of life, Jesus personified love By dying on a cross so that we might live. And so, as Jesus died, he says triumphantly, It is finished. I accomplished what God sent me here to do in this world. So, what is the message this Easter? We talk of an empty grave, we talk of a resurrected Savior. It's finished. Not the end of his life, not the movement of love and forgiveness but let me tell you what is finished death is finished hopelessness is finished that's what's ending easter comes and we discover that we have nothing to fear even death does not win in the end where o oh, death is your victory where o oh, death is your sting Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea cowering in darkness can now find courage because Jesus lives. The disciples hiding in an upper room find joy at their master's return because Jesus lives. Mary Magdalene carrying bitter herbs and embalming fluid can now dance and find joy because he lives. What are the spots in your life where where The power of resurrection needs to come in where darkness needs to go away and the light shine in your heart once again. Where is that resurrection joy for you? What's finished? Death is finished. Where people put a period, God put a comma. The story is not done. The gospel of John, written by an eyewitness to the account, he was there at the foot of the cross, standing there, And he wrote down the last words. It is finished. It is accomplished. Do me a favor. My throat's getting kind of sore here. So I'm gonna have you finish the sermon for me, okay? I'm gonna say what Jesus defeated. And right after, I want you to say, it is finished. Do you got that? Let's do a practice. It is finished. finished. All right. Our hopelessness. Our fear. I don't believe you right now. Our despair, it is our darkness, it is the finality of death, it is winter, it is the tremendous. pandemic, it is our hate, it is our judgmental attitude, it is our bitterness, it is our tremendous. jealousies, it is our tremendous. brokenness, it is and this sermon. And the family of God said, "Amen." Amen. Enjoy. Need two of these. We bring resurrection joy to the city, to the state, to this nation, to this town. It's part of the Methodist Church. We support ministries and missions. We bring food, shelter, lodging love. And we do that because of you. Let us receive the offertory today. Let me grab two more plates. because he lives let's stand God is good and all the time. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you that as we celebrate this Easter Sunday, may God's love, blessing, and peace go with you all because he lives. He is risen. risen Go in peace.